Well, good evening, China Grove First Baptist Church. So good to see all of you. I'm excited that you've joined us for Wednesdays in the Word. Uh, so I'd invite you to take your copy of God's Word tonight and open it to Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. We're in a series of devotionals called the Immutable Characteristics of God. You know, in a world that is constantly changing, we worship and serve a God who is never changing. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is always the same, and his characteristics are unchanging. And that's what we looked at last week was his unchanging character. And we can take hope and comfort in knowing that as this world changes and as culture changes and as the things around us change, God never does. He is faithful to us and to his promises. And we see that throughout the pages of scripture. But one of the unchanging characteristics of God is his knowledge. So let me ask you this question. How many of you hate surprise parties? Maybe the thought of them gives you anxiety. Many have threatened family members that they better not throw surprise parties for their birthdays and definitely not allow the servers at a restaurant to sing happy birthday to them on their birthday. Surprises uh, bring out our struggle with control, don't they? We know we want to know what's happening. Surprises take away that knowledge and remind us of the unknown and our inability to control everything. In fact, I had a surprise party on my 30th birthday. Uh, I did not want it. And I was grateful for those who participated, but I was not happy about it. Uh, one, it included uh, my youth at the time uh, taking toilet paper and teeping the front yard of my house. Uh, and then my yard equipment, my water hose and several of the things that I had outside were moved around the property and hid from me, all in celebration of my 30th birthday. And uh, it was fun in the moment until I had to clean everything up. Uh, but again, it was something I couldn't control and I had a problem with it uh, because we like to control things. We like to know the future. We like to know what's going to happen next. Uh, as we struggle to make decisions in life, uh, having the right data and the right knowledge helps us to make those decisions. But sometimes we can't have all the knowledge. Sometimes we don't have all the answers. Uh, sometimes we don't know what's going to happen if we decide to do this or do that. But one of the unchanging attributes of God is his omniscience, meaning that he is all knowing. God is unchanging, has an unchanging knowledge of the past, present, and future, which means he fully knows everything that has happened, everything that is happening, and everything that is going to happen. Wayne and Elliot Grudem describe this attribute this way. So God is always, at all times, fully aware of everything. His knowledge never changes or grows. Nothing surprises him. Nothing is hidden from him. From all eternity, God has known all things that would happen and all things that he would do. I want you to think of God's knowledge this way. If you're standing on the 
a sidewalk watching a parade. Uh, you're able to see what is right in front of you and maybe a few of the things that are coming and a few of the things that have passed. You can see what is happening in that moment. But if it's a large parade, a long parade, you can't see everything that is coming and eventually you'll be unable to see everything that has passed. You're limited uh, to your knowledge of what's directly in front of you. But if you would get into a helicopter and fly high above the parade, then you would be able to see everything that is coming, everything that is in front, and then everything that has been. That is God's knowledge. He is fully aware of everything at all times. He's in that helicopter seeing the future, seeing the past, and seeing the present. Now, the Bible doesn't use words like omniscience to describe God, but the truth that God is all-knowing is clear throughout the Bible. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10 is one of those passages. The prophet declares, Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times to things not yet done. You see, Isaiah's statement relates to the prophecy of Cyrus being used by God to bring about his purposes. The people's whole story had demonstrated God's deity, especially his power to predict, because God had predicted it and he had predicted it correctly because God is all-knowing. In verse 11, and then also back in 41, uh, starting in verse two, 2, I believe, he asserts it again. He says that Cyrus will swoop on his victims as suddenly as the descent of an eagle or a falcon from the sky. Whether they believe it or not, it will happen. For in this way, the Lord will fulfill his saving purpose for Israel. You see, God knew what was going to happen. He knew the consequences of the rebellion. He knew the future. He also knew the restoration that he would be providing in the future as well. And so have you ever wondered uh, what would have happened if you had made different choices? Have you ever sit back and thought about that? Have you ever wondered if you would have done this, if your life would have turned out like this, or if you went to a different school or married another person or, or, or played in a rock band in high school? Have you ever wondered those things? Well, it's good to do so. And while we might wonder what could have been, God certainly knows all the possible ways this world could have turned out. You know, we can wonder about them, but God knows the answer. And he, in his perfect knowledge of the past, present, and future, created this world just as it is because that's the world he wanted to create. A world that would accomplish his plan and his will. You see, God is not observing the world wondering what will happen next. When we don't know something, we sometimes stress out, bite our nails, or have a panic attack. Can you imagine asking God, what is happening? What are you doing, God? And then he responds, I don't know what's going to happen. Let's watch and see. Well, that, that would be strange, wouldn't it? But the good news is that's never his response because God is not surprised. Psalm 147, great is our Lord and 
mighty in power. His understanding is infinite. Mm. His understanding is infinite. What an encouragement it is that when life is crazy and chaotic and it seems out of control and we don't know what's going to happen, God does. God does. And while we can wonder how God can know everything, there should ultimately be comfort in the truth of God's omniscience. This realization that God knows the way of a person's life, no matter how difficult the circumstances, can bring about a deep inner calm and assurance. You know, Jesus himself laid much stress on the importance of living with constant recognition of God's personal knowledge of his children. In the garden, as Jesus prayed on that night that he was to be arrested, his prayer was, Lord, if you can, take this cup from me, but your will be done. Jesus knew that the Father's knowledge and the Father's plan was better than his. He knew and was assured by the fact that God knew what he was doing, that God saw the big picture of the events happening on that night. And so today we need to remember that God knows everything. There is nothing hidden from God. There is nothing kept from God. Nothing surprises him. And that should give us great assurance that God has a will and a purpose for our life. And he knows what he wants us to do. Our response is to trust him and to follow him. Thank you for joining us for Wednesdays in the Word. Let's pray together. Father, we are grateful for your knowledge. We are grateful that nothing surprises you. We're grateful that uh, that characteristic can guide us and direct us and give us hope and assurance that as this world spins out of control, you are in control. Father, I ask that you would bless all of us today. Lead, guide, and direct us. Father, help us to commit to studying your word daily. Help us to understand it. Help us to apply it. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.